This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the no excuses everyday audio version of the world's number one real estate blog. I'm Tyler, and each day I read you short, digestible articles from biggerpockets.com. You can scroll through the catalog and see which titles catch your eye, or just make this a part of your daily ritual. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. REITs versus Stocks Is there any diversification benefit at all? By G. Brian Davis For decades, when investment advisors talked about diversifying your portfolio to include real estate, they typically meant adding REITs to your stock portfolio. Don't get me wrong, real estate investment trusts or REITs have their advantages. They're extremely liquid and easy to buy or sell with the click of a button in your existing brokerage account. And you can invest for the cost of a single share, which could mean investing 15 bucks instead of 50,000 bucks. But do publicly traded REITs offer true diversification from the stock market at large? Perhaps not as much as you'd think. First, let's take a look at what are REITs. So real estate investment trusts are companies that either own real estate investments or loans secured by real estate. In fact, to qualify as a REIT under IRS code, 
the company must earn at least 75% of its gross income from real estate in some way, and at least 75% of its assets must be real estate related, among other more technical requirements. As the name suggests, equity REITs own properties directly, and mortgage REITs own debts secured by real property. Hybrid REITs own both. REITs typically specialize in one real estate niche. For example, a REIT might focus exclusively on self-storage facilities or on multifamily properties in gateway cities or a hundred other niches. Some real estate crowdfunding companies offer private REITs sold directly to investors, but most REITs trade on public stock exchanges. That subjects them to the same volatility and violent mood swings as the stock market at large. Prices can crash in a single day, even if the underlying real estate assets haven't budged in value. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. So let's take a look at REIT rules. As outlined a little bit earlier, companies must earn the overwhelming majority of their income from real estate to qualify as a REIT. REITs must also pay out at least 90% of their taxable income in the form of dividends. In practical terms, that means they usually pay high dividend yields but sometimes see limited share price growth since they can't reinvest profits into growing their portfolio. There are other rules that apply to REITs, such as being governed by a board of directors and having at least 100 shareholders after the first year. But I can feel the yawn starting now, so we don't need to dwell on them. <sighs> so, why would a company jump through all these hoops to qualify as a REIT? Because they get special tax treatment. They pay no corporate taxes on money distributed to investors as dividends, and as a result, Many REITs pay out 100% of their earnings to shareholders and pay no corporate taxes at all. Let's take a look at those returns. Real estate investment trusts have actually performed pretty well over the past half century. From 1972 to 2022, U.S. REITs delivered an average annual return of 11.26%. That's comparable to the S&P 500 with its average annual return of 11.98%. Both figures include dividends and price growth, and both are just a mathematical average of annual returns, not the more accurate compound annual growth rate, CAGR. So where's my beef with publicly traded REITs, if not their returns? Let's take a look at the correlation between REITs and stocks. This is the trouble with REITs. They offer little diversification from the stock market. They're just too closely correlated. A Morningstar study over the nearly two decades found a correlation of 0.59 between U.S. REITs and the broader U.S. stock market. If your middle school math needs a little dusting off, a correlation of 1 is lockstep, while a correlation of 0 means no connection whatsoever. A correlation of 0.59 between real estate stocks and the larger stock market is similar to other sectors of the economy. For example, Telecommunications stocks share a 0.62 correlation to the broader market. The correlation for consumer staples is 0.57, and energy stocks are 0.64. You could even think of REITs as one more sector within your broader stock portfolio. We have a chart you can look at that spells out all of this between U.S. REITs versus S&P 500 inside this article at biggerpockets.com, so you can see the correlation for yourself. So why does this correlation matter? 
because it means a stock market crash also sends your REITs tumbling. Eggs and baskets and all of that. Consider that in 2022, the average return on U.S. REITs was minus 25.10%. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read that correctly, and you heard it correctly. That's over a quarter of their value. Lost! Meanwhile, the average U.S. home price rose 10.49% in 2022. That's quite a disconnect. This is precisely the point of diversifying into different asset classes. When one collapses, you can hopefully still collect strong returns on another. That particularly matters to retirees, who depend on their investment returns to pay their bills. In fact, that figure for residential property prices doesn't include the income side of real estate returns. Good rental properties often earn a cash-on-cash return of 8% or higher, and short-term rental yields can be even higher in the right markets. When I've compared long-term and short-term rental returns on MASHVisor, I sometimes see yields as high as 12% on Airbnb rentals. Now, all that said, let's take a look at some alternatives to public REITs. So if you want to go ahead and lower correlation between your stock and real estate investments, you need to go further afield than publicly traded REITs. So consider the following alternatives to get the benefits of real estate, along with some true diversification. Private REITs. You can invest in non-traded REITs through crowdfunding platforms like Fundrise and Streetwise. Street with REIT in the middle spelled like R-E-I-T. You have to do your own due diligence, but at least they share little correlation with stock markets. Non-REIT funds. Not all real estate funds meet the legal definition of a REIT. For example, Ground Floor offers a fund of property-secured short-term loans with full liquidity and no discernible correlation to the stock market, called STAIRS. Fractional Ownership in Rentals Platforms like Arrived and ARC7 let you buy fractional shares in single-family rental properties from $20 to $100 apiece. You collect rental income in the form of distributions and get your share of the profits when the company sells. Real estate syndications. Syndications offer fractional ownership in commercial properties like apartment complexes, mobile home parks, self-storage facilities, and more. A big downside of that, though, they typically require high minimum investments like 50 to 100K minimums. But some real estate investment clubs, like mine, help investors pool their money to invest with less. Direct ownership. I know there's always the old-fashioned way like buying a property all by yourself. But again, that often requires 50 to 100K in a down payment, closing costs, repairs, cash reserves, and all that stuff. Kind of makes it hard to diversify your real estate portfolio. So should you invest in REITs? That's the golden question. Far be it from me to tell you how to invest. If you prize liquidity above all else and want to get started with a few real estate-related investments for $100, buy a few REIT shares, by all means. I personally want my real estate investments to counterbalance my stock investments. I don't need liquidity from my real estate holdings. I already have liquidity in my stocks. In fact, I invest in real estate as an alternative to bonds in my portfolio. It serves most of the same functions, diversification from stocks, passive income, and low risk of default. Real estate also provides better protection against inflation, and while it might dip 5-10% to in value, 
It can't drop 100%, like bond values can if the borrower defaults or declares bankruptcy. You invest the way that's best for you, of course. I've kind of found my own happy place, a balance between passive real estate syndications and diversified stock funds from across the world. All right. Thanks for making this show a part of your hump day. You know what else happens every Wednesday? Bigger Pockets webinars. They're live and free. You can register at biggerpockets.com slash webinar. Plus, if you're a pro member, you get unlimited webinar replays. What are your plans tomorrow? Hopefully, they include another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. See you then.